This is Brian. This is Curtis. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Trivia Country Style. Yeah, Our favorite subject, country music. I can wait. <laughs> Speaking of waiting, it's been a it's been a while, Brian, since we've done this. It has. Yeah. It's all been your fault, though. No, <laughs> no. that is not true. It's not that true at yes. all. We've been busy. We're back. Yay. Hi, people. And for those that don't like us, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you don't like us, why are you listening? Yeah. Well, that's a whole other thing. So we're going to play this game called Trivia Country Style. <sighs> okay. You don't sound too excited about this. Country music, I know very, very little about. I bet you know more about it than you think you do. I I guess we'll find out. I mean, depending on how crappy these questions are written. I have no idea what they're like. I haven't looked at a single question, to be honest. Like, sometimes I, like, just take a glance through them and say, Mm -hmm. okay, is this going to be something fun or is it going to be completely frustrating? I have no clue. It seems, though, that we've played a lot of trivia games that have just horribly written questions, so. True. And this does look like one of those thrown-together games. It's sort of, the board is sort of like a Monopoly board Mm -hmm. where the corners are the main sections and then... The, the parts in between do things. And there's two sets of cards. One's a trivia set of cards. The other is like an action set of cards. Okay. I have to say this graphic in the middle, though, it's, it's very stirring. I'm feeling very patriotic today. It is, but I will give them props for one thing. This piece of music they have here written in 2-4 time is actually correct. Oh. Like, it is 2-4 time. There are two beats in each measure. Nice. I have a music degree. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, kudos to you, trivia country style people. If I, I will give you props on that one. Props to you. It's a roll and move game. Cool. We um, Do we like those? I don't even know. It depends. Yeah. It, it varies from game to game. And all the players will begin on the Nashville, Tennessee space. Where which, else would you start your country music career? I don't know. Um, Austin? Austin? Well, okay. Memphis? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> LA. This one takes place in Nashville, Brian. (laughs) Each space is marked with symbols that correspond to the questions on the cards. Players correctly answering a question receive the color record matching the space they occupy. Players accumulating any two records of the same color exchange them for a platinum record. Players landing on Country Stew draw a card from this deck and follow the directions. A player landing on El Paso. Get it? El Paso. El Paso is P-A-S-S. That's not how you spell El Paso. <laughs> Can either answer a question selected by the opponent or choose to ask the opponent a question. In either case, players correctly answering questions receive color records of their choice. Players landing on the pokey must choose a question to be asked. If the question is answered correctly, the player rolls the die and moves out of the pokey. If the question is answered incorrectly, the player remains in the pokey until the next turn and tries again. Players remain in the pokey until a question is answered correctly. Have you ever been in the pokey, Brian? I've never been in the pokey. Me either. What, but um, for Taylor the Latte Boy, would you say the pokey a few more times? Why? <laughs> Just because. No. He knows why. I'm not going <laughs> to say pokey. <laughs> Players landing on Nashville, Tennessee may choose a free color record. 
If you land on Stranded Tour Bus, you lose your turn. And if you land on Branson, Missouri, you go see Andy Williams in concert. Oh, good. Is he alive again? (laughs) No, you are asked all three questions from a game card, and you receive one color record for each correct answer. The object of the game is to accumulate five platinum records by correctly answering questions, and that's it. Do you need to know any more about this game? I don't know where records are green, red, and blue. Hmm. When you're a kid, they're kind of plasticky, right? I guess. Well, they probably don't have those anymore. They don't probably they don't have record players for kids anymore, do they? They have MP3s. <laughs> they have like, yeah. My first iPod. Yeah. Little bastards. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Let's kick this big. Well, first thing I think we need to do is we need to choose a color token. And the tokens are boots with spurs. There is a, let's see, a gold one. Ooh. A black one. A white one. Mm. A red one and a brown one. Are these ropers? I don't know anything about boots. I grew up in Oklahoma, so I grew up around boots and wranglers and farms and country music and things like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. I grew up around country music too. That's all my dad listens to. What was your dad's favorite country music artist? Um, I remember he listened to Mickey Gilly a lot. Oh yeah. And I think I there was some there was a guy named John Conley, I think was his name. Um, yeah, Eddie Rabbit. They're just people, you know, the popular country uh, musicians of the late seventies, early eighties. I think Eddie Rabbit sang. Did he sing "I Love a Rainy Night"? Yeah, and yeah. I actually like that song. It's not really a country song. It kind of, I think, it even made it into the like the top ten of the pop charts. I wonder if the secretly timid gang ever goes to Gillies. I think it's in Dallas oh, is or the Dallas open? Fort Worth area. Okay. I think it is. I remember it being a part of the plot or the, the scenery in Urban Cowboy. Right. Which I have not seen in years, but I remember that. My grandmother went to Gillies. It was oh. like a big deal. She had a t-shirt. Nice. She was excited about that. What did the t-shirt say? Gillies. Just Gillies. <laughs> it had like a boot and I think the Gillies word was written in like rope or something. I'm not oh. sure. It's a long time ago. How rustic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what color token would you like to be? I'll be white because it's just gaudy and awful. Looking. Racist. Well, you'd be the black boot then. No, I don't be the red boot. Okay, you'd be the red boot. <laughs> boot. A boot. Let's not offend Canada again. Oh, sorry, Canada. Sorry, Ryan. And Humphrey. <laughs> and whoever else is in Canada. Let's see who goes first. Highest roller go first? You want to sure. do that? Six. Well, it's pretty hard to beat a six, Brian. Two. <laughs> I get to go first. Oh, good. Here we go. Two. So I landed on a red three space. So you get to pull one of these questions and ask me the three. I'm really nervous. I have no idea like how difficult these questions are going to be. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Whose many hits include Red Love and Old Flames Can't Hold a Candle to You? I have no earthly idea. Just guess. I'll give you a hint. It's a woman. Kitty Wells. No. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? Dolly Parton. Really? I've never heard of those songs. I haven't either, to be honest. Oh. This game is going to be great. Yes. (laughs) That's the spirit. So it's my turn? It is. Now I roll a six. El Paso. So on this one, either you can choose if you want a one, two, or three, or you can ask me a question, Mm. thus advancing me in the game. (laughs) Kind of weird. I'm not sure what the the point of that is. I think with more players it's different this is the two player rules for el paso el pass (laughs) oh yes you've driven that home that it's a pun it's a play on words so to speak i'll take a one you can ask me what artist sang the 1963 classic satin sheets okay 
This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Jean Ann Pruitt. <laughs> Never heard of her. Jean Ann Pruitt? I think I went to high school with that, her. Oh, Jeannie Pruitt? Jeannie, I guess. J-E-A-N-N-E. I don't know. With country names, you never know. That could be called Jean Ann. Yeah, but there's not, There's only one N in it. You're saying Jean Ann. I'm telling you, with country people, <laughs> they, you oh, could call that. I'm Jean sorry. Ann. The first N is invisible. <laughs> not silent, but invisible. Yeah. Country people are weird about their names. It's your turn. <laughs> Do we have any country people listening? Meaning what? I don't know. Oh, shit. Country. Oh, it hit me in the foot. Rogue dice. <laughs> it is red. I do like that this die is red. I've not played with a red die yet. Do you think that's significant in some way? No. It's different. Keep rolling those sixes, Brian. Oh, okay. You're going to get this one, I think. Okay. What 1970s Dolly Parton song was a mega hit for Whitney Houston? I Will Always Love You. Yes. <laughs> you got it. So you get a green... Record. Or chip. Do you go again then? No. We just go back and forth? Right. This is going to be a long game. What female country artist starred in the films Rhinestone and Straight Talk? Is this the all Dolly Parton show game? What It's Dolly Parton. Yes. <laughs> so far, the answer to every question, I think, has been Dolly Parton. Except for... Except for Jeanine Pierce with her two ends that's actually one. <laughs> now you get a red letter or whatever token. They get a red, red token record thingy. Thingy. Poker chip. Pa, 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 poker chip. When I was in high school, different colored ropers were all the rage among everyone. Were they like hanky code? Did they signify, (laughs) uh, were there any significant meaning to the colors of the boots? I did not know if they were that. They they were just, they were a plain solid colored boot and they were, you could get like green or red or white or blue or navy or, or anything. Trying to imagine what a green cowboy boot would look like. And then I remember um, there were these horrible style of jeans that women used to wear back then called Rocky Mountain jeans that were designed to make your ass look like you were wearing mom jeans. (laughs) And everybody wore them. And it was like, everybody's ass looks terrible in these jeans. Like, I never met anyone who had a good ass in Rocky Mountain jeans. (laughs) But because they were really popular, everybody was wearing them. Wow. Women-wise. People in your school were aspiring to look like moms. Yeah, well, it was Oklahoma. Okay. Wow. I'm just absorbing all that. (laughs) Ropers and Rocky Mountains. Okay. Here's your question. Dolly Parton. Oh, no, not this time. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're bucking that trend. Who was the 1971 CMA Entertainer of the Year? Eddie Rabbit. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. The correct answer is Charlie Pride. I'm trying to think what he sang. I think he sang Behind Closed Doors. Do you remember that song? No. I think that was him. I don't care if I'm right or not. Whatever. Charlie Pride. Who was he? The black country singer, or was that somebody else? I don't remember. There was like in the '70s, early '80s, there was a black country singer, like I, the only one. I think that that was him. Okay. Listeners, tweet to us if we're wrong. Please yell at us. We're idiots with country music. After leaving Emmylou Harris in 1980, what artist had a string of eight number one singles? And I do want to point out that I believe they've spelled his name incorrectly on here. I don't know anything about Amy Lou Harris. I love Amy Lou Harris. She's so wonderful. If, if I get older and get white hair, well, I'm going to get older. But if I had white hair like hers, I'd want to be just like her silver and flowing and just amazing. Okay. I don't know the answer. Ricky Skaggs. Sure. <laughs> it's going to be a long show. Skaggs. <laughs> Who is the country artist that had a 1965 sequel to Roger Miller's King of the Road with her hit, Queen of the House? Tammy Wynette. 
No. Judy Miller. Never heard of her. Queen of the house. <laughs> God. Go women's rights in the 60s. <laughs> Ugh. Country stew. Oh, we haven't done one of these. So you get to draw a card and do whatever it says. Do what it says. <sighs> Move back one space and answer the corresponding question. It's two. Two notes. What town has self-proclaimed itself as America's country music show capital? I'll say Nashville. Branson, Missouri. And oh. I do want to point out, I believe they spelt capital wrong. Because when you're a capital like that, don't you have an O instead of an A? I don't. Not a is for letters. We're getting into grammar here, and I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early to think about that. I finally had some time to relax this weekend. You did. You've been working a lot lately. Yes, I worked 12 days in a row. Ouch. And I finally had this weekend off, and I did nothing but play video games yesterday. <laughs> what did you play? Bioshock Infinite. What is that? It's a game that's like the third game in the Bioshock series, but it takes place in this floating city in the sky, and it's uh, very awesome. It's it's a really good game. It's one of the better games I've played. So what's the deal with Bioshock? Like, what's the style? Um, it's kind of steampunky, but it takes place in 1912, so it's around the turn of the century. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of racism in the game, which really? is, is relevant to the plot, I guess. Oh, like for the time. For the time, yeah. I mean, they, they are down on Asian people and the Irish and black people. Oh. Like you go visit the bathrooms in the city and it says like colored and Irish only. Weird. Yeah, it's just trying to kind of capture that time, I guess. But So you said they're steampunky looking? A little bit, yeah. I want to say there was an episode of Face Off that... Uh, this was a, maybe a season or two ago. That's that show. It's sort of like Project Runway for makeup artists. Right. Where they had a challenge where they needed to make characters that would fit into that game. Because hmm. I don't think I'd ever heard of it until I saw that episode. Well, if it was a couple of years ago, that game just came out last Tuesday. So I don't know if it's... No, this... I, but you said it was a series of games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the first two Bioshock games took place underwater in a city called Rapture. And they were very Art Deco oh. style. So I don't know if that's the game you're Well, I mean, this of. would have been before it was released. Like, they were giving a preview. Yeah, because they've been planning this game for a few years. So that's, that is quite possible. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I, I had to stop myself playing it. Finally, I played so much of it yesterday. But I just, like, I want to see what happens next. It's really good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you had a day off, finally. Me too. In 1974, what artist got a recording contract with Mercury Records as a result of someone hearing her sing the national anthem at the National Rodeo Finals? What year? 1974. What? The year I was born. Dolly Parton. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Reba McIntyre. Oh, okay. That's an interesting story. Here's your one last chance fancy don't. <laughs> or something like that. Well, we've each got a record. How many do we need? Technically, we need a total of 10. Uh, we need to answer 10 questions correctly. Yeah. Okay. In various categories, like we, not just any category. What country star's first record consisted of two R&B tracks, Never Had It So Good, and Let's Go Get Stoned? <laughs> nice. I have no idea. Ronnie Millsap. Oh, uh, was he blind? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, I think I remember him. That's another guy my dad listened to. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who my dad liked. Freddie Fender. I think he had an album of his. Mm -hmm. He had like a lot of samplers, like K-Tail records. Oh, yeah. Like I remember Tom T. Hall was one on yeah. a record like that. But my dad also liked like up and coming disco. Like um, he had the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. He also liked Andy Gibb a lot. Mm. Shadow dancing. I think everybody had Saturday Night Fever soundtrack back yeah, in the seventies. True. 
But yeah, my dad really liked shadow dancing. It was weird. Oh. <laughs> okay, my turn. El Paso. All right, which question do you want? One, two, or three? Um, let's go for one again. What legend was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame just two months prior to his death? There's no year or anything. Nope. <laughs> Good Lord. Let me think. Dear Dad, God, we're going to be playing this game. For Dad, like country a week. singers. I don't. Hank Williams, senior. M- Marty Robbins. <laughs> I have a vague recollection of who Marty Robbins is. Yeah, I think I do too. Who was known as the King of the Cowboys? Marty Robbins. <laughs> no. Dolly Parton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Rogers. Oh, right. That's who um, the airport in Oklahoma City is named after. And I believe he died in a plane crash. Roy Rogers died in a plane crash? I don't know. I may be making that up. It seems like there's a lot of country stars who die in plane crashes. Uh Uh-huh. Patsy Cline. Yeah. That's one. (laughs) Um, Didn't... uh, How did uh, Buddy Holly die? He's not really country, though, I guess. In a plane crash. Did he? Yeah. Big Bopper died, On the same plane. As, well, there were like several, so that, they got like three with that one plane crash. Oh, good. They got them all? <laughs> good. Where's the die? <laughs> right here. That's why I couldn't see it. Branson, Missouri. Missouri. All right. So this one, you get the opportunity to answer all three questions on the card. Oh, good. <laughs> here we go. Whose second album, Hearts in Armor, went gold in 1992? 1992? That was only 21 years ago. It's the year I graduated high school. And I was really up on the country music scene the, <laughs> my senior year of high school. Faith Hill. That is incorrect. Okay, I it's figured. It's Trisha Yearwood. Oh, her. Who are the strangers? People I don't know. Merle Haggard's band. Oh, that's good. And your final question. What song did Marty Robbins write for his wife? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate you, you bitch. Die, die, die. Close. My woman, my woman, my wife. Oh. It's a very possessive sounding song. Mine. (laughs) So let's see. I had an opportunity to answer three questions. I answered zero. I hate this game. (laughs) (laughs) What degree is Aaron Tippin working on in this song? The song title is what degree he's working on. Agriculture. Do you really think there's a popular country song about agriculture called agriculture? Maybe. <laughs> Horticulture. How would that go? Agriculture. I don't let my love be a vulture uh, for your love. <laughs> Something like that. It's it's a rough draft. That's pretty good, but it's wrong. What is it? Working man's PhD. Oh, <laughs> that's not a class or a, or a degree offered by an accredited college or university. Country music, I call bullshit on all of you. Who had a big hit with In This Life? Trisha Yearwood. Wrong gender. (laughs) Colin Ray. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Wow, I hate this game. (laughs) Do you hate this game just simply because we don't know anything about country music, so it's kind of pointless? It'd be like if we were playing like Trigonometry, the game. Oh, I'd rather be playing that right now. (laughs) Really? Yeah, numbers. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What Kathy Matea hit became mm. the scene? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Continue asking. What Kathy Matea hit became the CMA single of the year in 1988? I don't know. I no. I know who she is, but yeah. and I've heard of the song, but I don't think I would have remembered it. 18 Wheels and a Dozen Roses. I don't know that song. 
I want to know if any listener is listening who knows all these questions. Anyone? Anyone? Please let us know. Walt, are you familiar with these? Graham, (laughs) any recollection? Well, Graham's in Tennessee. Does he know? Maybe he knows country music. He is. Tom with a TH, do you know? You live in Music City, I believe. Yeah. Taylor the Latte Boy, do you know? (laughs) He listens to a lot of music. We haven't even passed Go yet, or I mean the boot yet, to get a free token. (laughs) We haven't. We haven't even... Well, I don't think you pass. I think it's only if you land. Collect one free record of your choice. If you land on it. Only if you land on it? Only if it's not like Monopoly. Can we initiate a house rule where if we pass Go, we get a token? Yes. Otherwise, we're going to finish this game in October. It's true. And I have, we have Easter dinners to go to. Yeah. What singer, although known for rock, his two-minute song segments ended his parents' TV show... What? Okay, let me read this. Ricky Nelson. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Good job. I don't need to hear that. Process of elimination. <laughs> While Nashville is the capital of country music's recording industry... What town has become famous for live country performances? And it may be a corner on the board. Oh, is it Branson, Missouri by chance? It is. Oh, good. Look at that. I knew something. Earned a record. Good. (laughs) It may be a corner on the board. That was actually written on the card. Oh, it it was? No, it wasn't. Oh. I'm just helping you out. Oh, good. I need some help (laughs) on occasion. What country star won a Tony Award in 1985 for scoring the Broadway hit Big River based on the writing of Mark Twain? Reba McIntyre. That's the answer to the question above it. Oh, damn it. But this one is Roger Miller. Oh. Can you tell I'm just shooting in the uh-huh. dark? Usually my answer is like whatever the answer of the question Something before mentioned was. previously. That's not a bad strategy in this game it's, based on the first several questions. It's not. Who was selected Female Vocalist of the Year by the CMA in 1984, 85, 86, and 87? Barbara Mandrell. And may have been a previous answer to a question, both correct and incorrect. Reba McIntyre. Yes. (laughs) So I went to Chicago. Is that where you've been? Is that why we haven't had a show in weeks? No, well, for one week I was in Chicago. So last week we both had to work for the man. Damn the man. Um, so yeah, I went to go visit my friends there. It was a lot of fun and I got to eat at a lot of places. I saw some of the pictures. I think I gained 20 pounds on my vacation. Nice. I really did. Cause there's a lot of good food in Chicago. I bet. I went to the art Institute and saw the Pablo Picasso exhibit, which was nice. Cool. Didn't you attend a parade on St. Patrick's day? I was there for St. Patrick's day and I did, we did the whole like getting up really early and going to a bar to eat breakfast. <laughs> That sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, it was called Christina's Place. And when I checked in on Yelp, Christina from Greetings from Nowhere tweeted to me. She's like, you're here. <laughs> I was the only person in the bar not drinking Guinness. That's way early to be drinking Guinness for me. Yeah, that's pretty early. <laughs> and then we met the owner of the bar. He's a really nice guy. He owns a bar because he's a drunk. Oh. Um, sweetest man. He just We talked to him for quite a while, and he was very nice. A lot of people in there. And then we <laughs> went down to the parade. The river was green. Aldermen's, plumbers' unions. A lot of drunk kids. Wow. It was the full <laughs> Chicago like parade St. Patrick's Day experience. So that was fun. I also got to hang out with Rob Lindley from How Much Do We Love. I saw photos of that. Yeah. Um, he was able to meet us for uh, Drinker 5 mm. um, right before he went over to go record Pianist Explosion. So that was cool. Cool. I also got to hang out with the Foul Monkeys while I was there. Oh, cool. So uh, yeah, I went over to Waylon and Brad's and uh, Waylon made us lunch, dinner. Oh, yeah. Cottage pies. Is that what that was? Yes. Okay. So it's sort of like shepherd's pie, only it had ground beef in it instead of lamb. Is that the difference? Um, Yes. Yes, it is. 
and uh, Ricky was there, and Ricky's boyfriend, Tony, was there, cool. and we recorded their show. And that should probably be coming out, I want to say, later this week. So look on Twitter and Facebook and everything, and we'll tweet yeah. when that happens. We'll pimp it out. That was fun. It was kind of different, like, recording with someone else, because one, when other people record their shows, they don't play board games. Right. <laughs> So it was kind of different. I was like, oh, I just get to sit here and drink wine. Mm. I can get used to this. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. We'll have to try that one time when we don't record in the morning. Although that isn't stopping you today. It's not. What am I drinking today? Kilt Lifter. <sighs> Best beer in Arizona. And you offered me one, but I haven't been up long enough to, to have a beer just mm. yet. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if like when we recorded Found Monkeys, if you can hear me guzzling like an entire bottle of wine <laughs> in the background. Okay. So thank you, Foul Monkeys. That was fun. And I look forward to seeing you all in Vegas for Pride 48 in September. Coming up soon enough. So when I was in Chicago, one of the other things I did, which was amazing, was I went to an underground restaurant. Do you know what that is? Mm, Is it like a speakeasy? Kind of. It's these uh, chefs that they went to culinary school and then they, they started a catering company. And so they... For like eight years, they've been having these, you know, like every three months or so, they have a dinner at their house and they sell like 20 spaces for it. Mm -hmm. And you have to be on a list to be invited and you go and they have a prepared like course of dinner for you and they come out and they tell you about it and then you eat it and then they bring another course out Mm -hmm. and you eat it. And so they're opening a restaurant this summer. So they have a space above the restaurant where they could have this. So this was the first dinner they've had in that space. Hmm. And my friend Gail has gone to these several times. And so um, she was telling me about it um, before I got there. And I'm like, yes, let's go do that. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Oh, the fa- the, oh. <laughs> that was like the best dinner I think I've had in the longest time. And I'm not, it was an Italian dinner too. Like, yeah. like they all have themes and stuff. And this was the Italian one. And I'm not a big pasta person, but I wanted to like marry that pasta. <laughs> it was so incredible. Oh, and the dessert good. was amazing. Pistachio cake. I love pistachio anything. Made with pistachio flour. <sighs> and strawberry and rhubarb. And oh, it was so good. That sounds good. It was delicious. And then I also went to Little Goat Diner. She's some uh, Rebecca somebody. She was like a top, she- top chef contestant oh. or winner or something. Okay. And her main restaurant is across the street. This is like a, a diner that's open from like 6 to 2 or something, 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. A lot of like Korean in the food. Like I had kimchi, eggs, mm. pancakes kind of thing. It was interesting. It was really, really good. <sighs> Love food in Chicago. <laughs> I thought you were going to maybe tell me about the three-story Walgreens that you went to. Was it <gasps> a Walgreens? Oh, well, okay. Disclaimer. <laughs> Ricky and Tony had gone to the Walgreens, and they accused Tony of stealing something, which was not cool. So I will say that the Bucktown Walgreens kind of dicky about accusing people of stealing when they didn't. Okay. <laughs> but that being said, oh my God, it's three floors. You texted me and said you wanted to live in the Walgreens. I do. Like it had a yogurt machine. <laughs> it was amazing. Like I could spend all day looking in there. Like it was yeah. like the first floor is sort of like a grocery floor. And then there's a place you can eat and ordered food, like a counter. Like you can eat like at a diner or whatever. Okay. Then you go upstairs and it's sort of like Sephora and it's just like makeup and crap up there. It's very white looking. It looks just like a <laughs> Sephora or whatever. 
you go downstairs underneath it. That's where all the wa- the regular Walgreens stuff is, the, vit- the vitamins and stuff. They have like a, it used to be a bank. So where the vault was in the bank is the oh, vitamin yeah. vault. The vitamin vault. I saw a picture of that. Right. Really, really just amazing looking place. <laughs> it's but, crazy. But don't go there because they accused Ricky of stealing it. Really? I didn't hear that. <laughs> Not Ricky, Tony. I'm sorry. I didn't hear anybody was accused of stealing. Well, that's because you don't listen to Foul Monkeys. Whoops. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, hit, hit me with a question. Okay. Here we go. You're not going to get this. <laughs> what country legend recorded Blue Yodel number eight, Mule Skinner Blues? Kitty Wells. <laughs> no. I don't know. Jimmy Rogers. Who? Jimmy Rogers. Never heard of him. What artist was elected twice into the Hall of Fame, once as part of the group Sons of the Pioneers, and once as a solo artist? Ben Skill. Roy Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> We're just naming off like people. Who else do I know? <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Big and rich. <laughs> How old was Hank Williams Jr. when his father died? 24. Three. <laughs> god damn it. Oh god. <laughs> you are loving this. What was the name of Ernest Tubbs's backup band? The Tubbers. <laughs> The Tubbers. Tubba-wubba. Tubba-wubba. Uh, the Texas Troubadours. What? Yep. You're welcome. Is anyone listening answering all these questions? Has anyone gotten all if of these If you right? are, I will send this game to you. Yeah, you can have it because I never want to see it again. <laughs> it's my fault we have this game anyway. Is this one that you picked up? Yeah, I think it was two bucks at the Goodwill. Who wrote the classic, You Gave Me a Mountain? And we may have mentioned his name earlier. But now we've mentioned several people. I know. Um, it may rhyme <laughs> with Farty Bobbins. Oh, Farty Bobbins. It's my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> Hello, Farty Bobbins. Thank you for coming into my life. <laughs> Marty Robbins. Yes. Farty Bobbins. That's this week's first hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Farty Bobbins. Oh, that is a popular hashtag. Farty Bobbins. What small Ozark town of approximately 3,700 near the Arkansas border has made a big splash in the world of country music? Branson, Missouri. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) What artist is considered one of the best harmonica players ever to play in Nashville? Orange Blossom Special was a 1972 hit for him. You're never going to get this. Farty Bobbins. (laughs) Incorrect. It is Charlie McCoy. Oh, okay. That's my ringtone. That's where that is. <laughs> orange Blossom special. Oh, speaking of Orange Blossom mm-hmm. and beer, I really could use an Orange Blossom at mm, Papago Brewery. That sounds really good. They're probably closed today. Everything's closed today. Are bars closed on Easter, though? Uh, but, well, is that a bar, I guess, technically? Yeah, it's a bar. It's probably it's a brewery. Bar. Yeah. Who else is closed today? Uh, Walmart, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, they like Jesus, so... <laughs> What Nashville theme park was named after this country legend, and what is his name? Wait, you said his, so that's throwing me off. it's not Dollywood. Fuck! I was going to say Dollywood. I know you are. (laughs) Who else has a theme park? Twittyville? Conway Twitty? That's the artist. Do you know the name of the theme park? It rhymes. Twitty City. That's correct. Oh my god. (laughs) Twitty City. Take me down to Twitter City. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
whose platinum album, Gunfighter Ballads and Trail Songs, is a country classic. And it may rhyme <laughs> with Farty Bobbins. Um, Vince Gill. Marty Robbins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you just earned another token. Oh, did I? <laughs> and that means you have now five platinum records. Wow. So you won this game. That's the fifth one. All right. Cool. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> so you won this game and you don't know jack shit about country music. See, I stopped paying attention about, I don't know, what day is it? About half an hour ago? Well, it's helpful that half of the answers are either Dolly Parton or Marty Robbins. Yeah. That's very useful. Let's just Or Branson, Missouri. Or Branson, Missouri. Let's just pull a card out of the middle. Uh, yeah, Loretta Lynn is on that card. She was a coal miner's daughter. She was, I heard. <laughs> so I'm going to take a stab here, and I'm going to guess you don't like this game. Well... <laughs> No, I have to say I don't because I don't know anything about the subject matter. Yeah, me either. Well, I mean, I know a little bit, but it's so... I don't know what year it was made. But there is a card that says, Our guarantee, your complete satisfaction is very important to us. Trivia Country Style offers a 10-day money-back guarantee to all customers. Simply return your game within 10 days in its original condition to this address in Dallas, Texas. Well, I think it's been more than 10 days, so... That's true. And we did get it at a thrift shop. True. When we were popping tags. Yeah. <laughs> we got a new review this week. Yay! Well, I don't know if it was this week, since we've been away for a while. But it we, was a while ago. We did get a review from uh, Ed from the It's All About Me podcast. It's M dot E. Yes. For Mark and Ed. Ed. But it's still called the All About It's All About Me podcast. Thank you, Ed. And Mark and Ed are coming to Phoenix for uh, what is it? Memorial Day? I think Comic Con, right? That's Memorial Day, I think. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So we're gonna meet them for dinner or something. So call us. Yeah. Call me, maybe. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Email us, maybe. Yeah. And we also have a new website. Oh so yes. We did do things while we were taking our little two week hiatus. Yeah. Or I did something. Yeah, you d I did nothing. <laughs> I worked. I know. But I did, like, I updated the website. It's got a cool new WordPress theme on it. I really like it. Bad part about it is it doesn't work on older browsers. We're like founding out. Internet Explorer, it's not too great with, right? IE8, it doesn't yeah. like. And I'm trying to figure a way about that because a listener did tell us, like, hey, it looks like crap on my browser. But I'm not sure I'm going to be able to fix that. I'm still going to look into it. And I'm trying to ask the developer. But, um, well... It does look good on uh, Chrome, right? Is it Google Chrome? It does look good on Chrome. And Safari? Pretty much all the newest browsers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If it looks crappy on your browser, try a better one. That's my advice to you. Try a better browser. <laughs> I was trying to say that without saying try a better browser, but you nailed it. And um, it's beautiful, in my opinion. Yes, it looks very nice. I, I like it. Big, good job. Big, giant photos of each game. Yeah. New player to play our podcast on. Yeah. Updated page for all our special guests, mm -hmm. which we have some new special guests coming up this year. Yes, we do. We're not going to tell you who, but... It's, it's in the works. It's in the works. Probably next month, and then the month after that. Yes. And then maybe some others. How's cool. that for a teaser? Very teasy. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're kind of sad about this game. Did you want to put a tear in my beer? No. No? That's Just, a country song, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Or um, there's some oceanfront property in Arizona. Is there? 
I think that's a song also. I don't know. It's been a really long time. Since that's I've George Strait. To... Why couldn't they have asked that question? George Strait. George Strait. Who I hear isn't. <laughs> Just saying. A little irony. <laughs> that's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our new website to find your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We're at GameNightGuys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at CheapBlueGuitar. And I'm at Cecil Jean. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at Facebook.com slash GameNightGuys. Be sure to tell all your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher smart radio thanks for listening as always you are invited to our next game night it's your move bye 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 y'all bye y'all smells like beer in here in the pokey hi taylor (laughs) curtis wants to tell you about the pokey stop it (laughs) farty bobbins everyone hashtag farty bobbins yeah you do that